happened. Union sign forward. AJ McClellan. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, Andrew so. Wooten. Oh, nice. Funny to start Woot, off with. Woot, you know. Woot, there it is. There's lots of things you can do with his name. Um, instead of duping, should we woot? Woot. 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 Oh, wait. How's the song go? Woot. 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 woot, woot. <laughs> It's the Doopy Brothers Podcast presented by the Brotherly League Game. This is AJ. And Luke. We're recording on June 20th. This is episode number 21. Um, this uh, jersey number has been worn by... Right now it's being worn by Anthony Fontana. Uh, it was previously worn by Derek Jones, who we shipped off to Nashville this year. And then only two other guys have worn it. Moadu, who you're probably watching during the World Cup. Yeah, Women's he's killing Cup. it. He's he's killing it, and he's killing the buttons on his shirt. <laughs> they are hanging on by a thread, <laughs> literally. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and then uh, the other one was Michael Farfan, who is retired. Yeah. So, but we'll like, see him again this year. Yeah, right? he'll be at the alumni game. It sounds yeah, like. Be cool. Uh, we're we're just starting this um, episode real quick because there might be some uh, news breaking on a recorded podcast here about a new signing. Um. Andrew Wooten might be announced. It's their te- the, the Union Twitter page is t- is t- teasing it as we speak. Woo! <laughs> so we're going to talk about a couple things tonight. Um, there was no game this past weekend. The re- most recent game was last Wednesday night was the U.S. Open Cup game yeah. up in D.C. And so me and Luke got to go to that one. So we'll talk about that one just for a little bit. Uh, we'll talk about Andrew Wooten, hopefully the newest Union striker, officially announced soon. Any second now? the minutes, yeah. Um, and then uh, after the break, we're going to do some silly silly soccer questions. <laughs> I've been uh, waiting for an episode where we didn't have a game to really break down or preview. I've got some really entertaining questions that uh, you're either going to love or you're going to hate. It's going to be your favorite episode or it might be your least favorite. It could be really funny or just really dumb. So, so stay tuned for that. The choice is yours. <laughs> um but, yeah, let's get into some uh, real... Is the real, choice theirs? That's uh, no, not mine. Um, <laughs> I don't make this stuff up. All right, so let's get into... I'm just going to keep refreshing my phone until yeah. the union announced Wooten. Um, last week, U.S. Open Cup game. Yeah. So we, we met up with our dad up in Philly, and he brought his brother. And this was his brother's first time to come to a soccer game. So we were pretty excited. Love taking guys to their first soccer game. Yeah. But it's always kind of the same. I've had the same experience... Several times with you this, kind of want to show, give them a good show. Yeah, you know? and I like. Obviously, we can't control it, but we kind of want them to see a good side of soccer because you're still kind of earning that. Uh, I don't know, street credit reputation. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. he's he, you know he's a sports guy, mm-hmm. so he like understood the game and everything. But like, he's kind of wanted to get that good soccer experience, get them hooked. Yeah, so we went over and we sat um, towards the Sons of Ben, away from the uh, where are they the Screaming Eagles. Um, support section so we were on the yeah. other side from them so we were right. near the sons of ben listening to them and he was he was enjoying like kind of the back and forth chants and mm-hmm. uh the we got harper chant he thought that was pretty that's, funny yeah, that's good and uh, i mean that stadium is beautiful and then the gameplay it was pretty pretty decent yeah. we the first half we had probably three or four chances at our end pretty yeah, close yeah, opportunities yeah. senior was getting involved we had sanchez getting kind of involved it was it was a decently entertaining game minus the goals but yeah, then the second half we moved um, to be on the other side so we can get the you know, the union, union goal. attack. Yeah, and we still just couldn't get that goal. Uh, we, I don't really know what 
we were doing wrong, but we just couldn't like get the, the really threatening chance. We kind of had the build up, but nothing really in the final third, which is kind of a common theme this whole year. Yeah. So 90 minutes goes through and it's zero, zero. Um, and that's just the way it goes. Some interesting things that, uh, so it's a U- U.S. Open Cup game, so the lineup's always interesting. We right. weren't really sure who was going to play. Yeah, it was a whole secondary back, back line. Five, yeah. Our backup keeper. Back five, yeah. Backup keeper. Then you had, from left to right, Fabinho, Colin, McKenzie, and Mbezo. Yeah. And I, th- I, th- I thought the best player of the game was probably Colin. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think he was phenomenal. Yeah. And it was... As much as we've hated him in the past, I loved him Wednesday yeah. night. Yeah, he was great. He was definitely the the leader of the team because it was definitely a more or less less experienced team that mm-hmm. that uh, we put out. And yeah, he was he was great. The yeah. only only uh, one oh, yeah. one downfall <laughs> when he was trying to chase down. I think it was Lucho, right? Yeah, Lucho Costa, yeah. and he just couldn't keep up and, and completely <laughs> fell on his face. <laughs> kind of tried to grab him. And just, yeah, it was, it was a little embarrassing. But you know, the Lucho, rest of the game was Lucho's really a fast guy. He kind of. See yeah. that coming, but that's pretty funny. The rest of the game was really clean by him. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, him and McKenzie played well. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was I, good to see McKenzie back. He had, he had a solid game. Yeah, um, and Bezo got mixed reactions, but I really enjoyed watching him. Yeah, very, very different than watching Ray Gaddis. Right. Yeah, They're, he got up there. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I think that part of the criticism was maybe a little too much, mm-hmm. and it's kind of, kind of, it let us uh, a little vulnerable. Because Fabinho was pushing up too. Right. When right. he would have, have his chance, he would go up. But I say, when when we're playing a team that's not going to attack us, and one of the lower teams, like, um, I don't know, who's a crappy team? Like Cincinnati. Cincinnati. I don't know. Whoever's going to bunker in on us. Yeah. I say we got to play Mbezo because, yeah. I mean, he can defend fine. We've got the center back. So and he can cover. recover. And, and he just brings an attacking mind. And he was, he was, he was fun to watch. He yeah. was very... He liked some spin moves, step overs, got the ball into the box a lot. So he was a great, uh, great watch when we were on that side. Yeah. Um, Ilsenio got the start, which is kind of different. I mean, he, this, this is coming off of the Red Bull game where right. he beat so Red he's, Bull. He's on a, you know, on a hot streak, I guess. Yeah. But I think, I, I guess that's just mainly because of just the roster restrictions. I, I kind of want, you wanted to see Fontana start. Just because you don't want El Cena to play a full ninety and then an extra thirty, which he did, yeah, and he, he played did full one twenty, yeah. So it's not exactly ideal for El Cena, but I mean, he played fine. He he created chances definitely in the first half, and you know, as you expect, he kind of slowed down and mm-hmm. became less and less involved. But yeah, I felt like they were just leaving him on, just hoping that at some point he'd get in that the box, one moment, yeah. you get one moment where That's he could just make something happen. Yeah. And unfortunately, it never. Never came off for him, but it was funny noticing in that game, the two most dangerous and skilled players were the two guys who looked the in like in the worst shape, like Ilsenio and Wayne Rooney. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like two guys that you don't expect to be even on that field when you just look at them. But they, you know, definitely the best guys in the field. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Rooney most skilled is, guys. Rooney's still a real deal, and it yeah. was. It's like you just knew those set pieces were gonna bite us be at the end. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just. It's crazy how different that is from a guy like him. Like, and they defer so much to him. If there's like a 50-50 between him and another player, every time the other player would let him get the ball and make a run off. Mm-hmm. Was never, there was never a question at who, who was the alpha on that team. Right. He was the guy. He was always um, getting the ball on his foot before anyone else. And 
I mean, he's still still a dangerous player at, right. what was he, 52 years old? Um, <laughs> and I feel like they, they played a pretty strong lineup. They had a couple mm-hmm. guys in midfield who were, I think, like first starter or just younger guys, but uh, they had a pretty strong lineup, and he was, yeah, he was still dictating everything. Yeah, yeah. If you're asking whose lineup was more uh, of the regular. It definitely was theirs, from what I remember. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Um, so then we go into overtime. At this point, it's raining. Our uncle has... Set through his first soccer game, yeah. zero zero ninety minutes, and then it starts to rain. So he's pretty, pretty like thrilled. This fun he's time, a trooper though. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and he's he's a good yeah. guy. So he, I mean, he's not complaining. Yeah. Was, um. Plus, between the Sons of Ben and the Screaming Eagles, the atmosphere was pretty good. Yeah. That, it was it was weird that like they set the stadium up that you could only sit on like the half one half. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like oh, you know you're kind of close to people, which I guess that's like. That helps kind of the atmosphere, but you're yeah. looking at an empty field across right. empty stadium, mm-hmm. which is it's just kind of just an odd sight. I don't know. I don't love that, but it, it, I think it made for a little bit of a louder experience. Yeah, yeah, better. I think it definitely did. Yeah, and probably looked better on TV, which is probably the main reason for that. Good amount of union fans there too. Yeah, it was fun seeing those guys. Um, we possibly were sitting by Matt Freeze's mom. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they it had jerseys. Yeah, and they, she was she had three Matt Freeze jerseys. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> one on her, one on her lap, and one on her hand. Yeah. So. Uh, Matt Freeze, you got a girlfriend who really likes you, or your mama's there, so <laughs> with her husband, your father. So that, <laughs> I, I don't know. Where so uh, over time, you know what happened. Fontana gets a goal. Yeah. Super awesome, exciting and for him. We were we were pumped. That was we it. Were pumped. Game, game over. Game. We got it. Don't Take give that. Wayne Rooney the ball. Just don't. And then no set pieces. And then yeah, they got two corner kick. Freeze makes a mistake, and yeah, I d- honestly I couldn't even watch the. The highlights. I didn't. Oh, yeah. I didn't want to watch the, the the PK foul and just watch it. Yeah. And all that. And so I had to watch just to see what the foul actually was because yeah. we were so f- we were like a hundred yards away from it. Uh, yeah. And it definitely was. And it wasn't just uh, like one person. It was Mackenzie and Bedoya both both legit got him and and Acosta's a playmaker. He's a classic number ten who's gonna be in there a little scrappy dude with quick feet and he's gonna cause problems even a hundred and nineteen minutes into the game. Yeah. And it cost us. Uh. Yeah. Oh. So we're out. Of, oh. We're out. Of, oh. Oh. <laughs> Breaking news. Breaking news. It happened yeah. <laughs> on the Doobie Brothers podcast and on Philadelphia Union Twitter. Nice. It Union signed forward. AJ McClellan. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> Andrew Wooten. Nice. Woot, woot, woot. There it is. Or is it Wooten? Wooten. The There's lots of things you can do with his name. Um, instead of duping, should we woot? Woot. 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 Oh, wait. How's the song go? Woot. 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 Um... Are we're going to now rename the the podcast the Woody Brothers. There you go. <laughs> That's very good. Um, Man, that, that that should be our opening. Um, there you go. You heard it here first. <laughs> Actually, you're going to hear it in the opening first, and then you'll hear it here. So you did hear it here first. <laughs> um, woot, there it is. Oh, nice. That's a, it that's happened. A thing. So, woo! All right, Ric Flair. So let's get into. Uh, there's nothing else we need to talk about. Yeah, we're out, of the, we're out of the U.S. Open Cup. Do you, all right, let's, let's go into that topic. Do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing? How do you want to look at that? Because uh, I was always in the opinion that that's going to be the easiest trophy to win. Mm-hmm. And we and we were only just what, that four games away business. from a trophy there. Yeah. And with like St. Louis still in it, like it's going to be an easy path. Yeah. So it is a shame. Easy. Yeah. Granted, D.C. was knocked out by NYC last night. Right. So, But I mean, that's still a team. Sucks to be be, yeah. But yeah, so we're all in on the... Uh, on the regular season and playoffs, so yeah, and that's a, that's not a bad thing, especially with the I mean the lineup showed that we aren't the deepest, so that's mm-hmm. you know, yeah, that, that lineup did expose that we're kind of 
despite having so much uh, depth, we still showed that we're still vulnerable and yeah. having multiple yeah, competitions uh, going on. Yeah, exactly. It was like a lot of international and yeah, you know, the competitions kind of made it real difficult to get that lineup going. But if yeah. we if we had made a run, I don't know injuries and everything, you could you, never you know. could say it could really bite us back yeah. if we didn't win that. But so don't have to worry about that. So big news today, and we had questions about this very topic yeah. from Mike and the Floridian Duper. Probably now going to change his name to the Floridian Woot. Wooter. Wooter. Yeah. Um, so Andrew Wooten, the newest Philadelphia Union member, is he the guy that we need? I, I mean, I think so. This is closest to the guy that we need that we could get. I mm-hmm. would say with a money budget that like the Union have, um, with he's, the he's international not, restrictions, right. yep. this is probably the best we could do. Yeah, I mean, and I'm not saying that as like a negative. I think that's. I think we just that means we made a really perfect signing for this situation. I, th- I think this is awesome. I think it is just yeah. awesome. We got an informed player who Sorry, yeah. wait, scored 13 goals in the last 17 games. Right. Um, oh, crap. I just deleted or closed that tab. Um, <laughs> he was scoring a goal like every 144 minutes through the season or something. It was like something crazy, like 17 yeah. and 33 games. Uh, so he he's had it coming off his best season. He wants to play in MLS. That's a big thing too. Mm-hmm. Like he's really excited to be here. Yeah, and, and then, it's something with like other guys. Like like Casper kind of had to be convinced. Wagner had to be convinced to come to MLS, which understandable for for European players. Mm-hmm. But he's a guy that wants to be here. So I think that's a that's a big thing. And, and he scored all those goals in uh, Bundesliga too, which people have said is pretty comparable to the to MLS. Yeah, not, I, I, not I'm, far off. Yeah, so. I don't think it's going to be something where he's got this big adjustment to try to figure out how to raise his standards. I think I think he's going to come in ready to go, and right. hopefully he can get on the field as soon as possible. And he comes yeah. at a time where we're, we've got a little bit of time off, so right, yeah. he can kind of get acclimated. Yeah. Uh, and, and another thing, like uh, the fact that he's 29, people were, were kind of negative about these little older, but I think that just shows that this is this is a win now kind of move. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't like a future prospect or whatever. This is a move that could help us get it over the hump this year. It could help us this year and get us a you know deep run and and the goal scorer that we can rely on to take us through the playoffs. Definitely, he'll be available after July ninth. Yeah, um, just seeing then he's going to wear number seven. Ah, we missed it. Yeah, so we'll have to start the podcast over. Well, the the Woody we'll just brothers. delete a bunch of episodes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the Woody Brothers will start and then. Their seventh episode will be named after him. Nice. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. That's this exciting. Is, this, this is, is cool. very exciting. Yeah. Union making moves early, early in the summer. Yeah. Getting the best available player to our, to us, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, and this is like, a guy that like other MLS teams were like looking at and mm-hmm. wanted, like other fan bases wanted to see their team get. So we got them. This is that's a big deal. That's this it is exciting. It helps being top yeah. of the table. That's a big thing. Sure. Yeah, I mean, have, between I, mean, I think it really just, all it is is comes as a tanner. Could be, but I also think I mean, as far as a player coming to MLS, it, it's definitely more attractive to come to the team that's at the top. And sure. then also, I'd say Sugarman's probably feeling better about spending money when his team's right at the top too. Yeah, I think it says a this is like a, a TAM signing, so not a DP, which is mm-hmm. I think that's probably good. Yeah, this is this is awesome. Yeah, very very exciting times. So who's who's going to start up top now? So July. What's what's our first game that he's going to be available? July ninth. Um, I was just looking at the calendar and yeah. Um, I so I think with this move, I think that your Real? your ideal pair of strikers would be 
Wooten and Santos. Yeah. I think that's pretty obvious. I don't know if that's any controversial, but I think it's a pretty solid pair to, to throw out there. And having guys like Fafa and Casper on the bench, that's pretty solid. great too. Because mm-hmm. that's one thing with before this signing and, and with Burke being gone, like having you, you, we had much less off the bench, uh, like attacking wise. We had Elsino, Galina, you know, like Fafa. Fafa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's really like one strike you can rely on. You can't really rely on Galina. That's just like experience right. minutes you want yeah. to get him. Yeah. But it's not like a, a, a difference maker off the bench. So the first game he'll be available for is against Salt Lake in at Rio Tinto. Okay. And then his first home game will be the following week. Um, Against Chicago, nice. Which Chicago is the other team who was really in the running for him. Yeah, it was. It was actually reported that like they were about to sign him like a like a week ago. Mm-hmm. So we we I don't know. In my head, I was like, oh, I kind of wrote this off that we weren't going to get him. But I mean, Tansy reported it um, yesterday, today. I yeah, think today, it was yesterday. Today. Oh, okay. Oh. I think it was yesterday. Oh. That he first first said it. Cool. And uh, yeah, then it happened. So. Uh, do sorry, you, uh, sorry, Chicago. We took Bedoya from you. We took Wooten from you. But we took a count from you. <laughs> but we've given them Sapong. CJ. And, yeah. And Herbers. Yeah. And uh, Schweinsteiger. Uh-huh. No, no, he played with uh, Bayern Munich. Sorry. Oops. The other team. <laughs> 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 um, so do you think this means uh, what, what's up with Burke now? What, what's your hypothesis? I mean, we got. I was year. kind of, I kind of got the gut feeling that we weren't going to see Burke again. Mm-hmm. Just, I didn't know if how this was all going to pan out, but I kind of figured we were going to kind of just move past him. And I hope he finds a team. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I hope he maybe he can come back and, we, and that's just another uh, guy to throw into this lineup. But um, I just, I just don't know what's going to happen. Like, we don't have any information when he could ever come back. So, like, is it next year? At, what does that even like? Can we even like talk about that then? Like right now? Um, no, exactly. So like, I, I, but like that's the thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know yeah, how to like knows. discuss Corey right. Burke because like he's just a non-factor right now, and it sucks. Yeah. And then like he, I feel like he's he's pretty bummed. He, I feel like I always see him on his Instagram posts and like Union highlights and stuff. Yeah. So he's like he wants to be back here. It's just I don't know when that's possible. So we can't really like plan for him. Yeah. So we had to make a signing like this. We had to get a striker. Like this is a very this is this, this is. is the main need we needed in this in this summer uh, window. So addressing it early is great. Yeah, this is great. Um, do you think this is the end of our signings for the for the transfer I don't, window? I don't know. So there was a uh, report maybe a week ago that uh, Tanner was looking to do like one to two signings, and, uh-huh. and then uh, Curran said like a couple days ago that we're, he expected us to be pretty aggressive this window. So I kind of assumed there might be one more. I, that was, that's just my feeling get, uh, from seeing those reports. Mm-hmm. Um, but what, 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 what would you? Right. I, I think we need a defensive midfielder. The question was going to be what, what position would you address next? And you think defensive midfielder. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I didn't get I th- it. I thought of, that's where you're going at. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. I just want our listener to know. Yeah. Listen, listeners, listener. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think defensive midfielder. I think just because, well, first of all, with Craval's injury, he's going to be still missing a couple games for, with us. But even with Craval, we don't have a lot of depth at defensive midfielder. Yeah. Um, we, yeah, we, I think we just needed another guy in there. I think, I mean, Harris is playing great. He's a reliable starter, but um, 
he's he's old. He's he's a unique player, so replacing him is going to be tough. But yeah, and he's kind of the only player that doesn't really have a set guy behind him who we don't. Yeah, we, I mean, we don't. I mean, it's tough to get a like for like kind of signing yeah, a replacement him. for him. Mm-hmm. But uh, just someone else that's maybe kind of an in between of him and Craval. Mm-hmm. That would be kind of an ideal signing, right? That's not all defensive, but also yeah, maybe it has young, defensive abilities. Maybe, maybe something young too. Yeah, yeah. Um, what about you? What do you think? Do you think would you want like a, a right back? I think that's the other possibility. That's the only other thing that I could think. But if we have right Bezo and, and, and Ray's playing fine, like, do we really? Is that really a, a thing we need to address right now? Right. I don't think it's. A, I don't think it's something we need to address. Yeah. I think. I think the bigger need would be at the M and. Yeah, because yeah, it yeah. does feel like that's if he goes down, we're in a lot more trouble than if Ray right goes down right or something. Yeah, yeah, and and we're kind of looking at this this summer window as a a win now kind of move, like like this yeah. signing. Like we don't need like a a future prospect this summer window. I mean, I don't know if it's. I, I feel like they, I've heard that it's a it's an easier window to get players in. So maybe that's, if it happens, mm-hmm. it happens like that, but it's not something that we, uh, we should be, we should, I don't know, focusing on. Right. Right. With the team we have. Um, so, what else you want to talk? What's you want to talk about next? Oh, uh, I mean, I, I, you put this next one in there and I don't, I don't know anything about it. So you mentioned something about a curtain extension. Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah, that was also mentioned. And I was, uh, doing uh, some reading. Yeah. I was doing some reading. It was MLS soccer. Had an article was Tom Bogart. Hmm. Um, he he's and that's where they mentioned uh, Tanner wanted to make a couple signings this off this mm-hmm. off this uh, window, but also he, he first wanted to address a curtain extension, and that's kind of he, he, he thinks Curtin has earned it, and he thinks he's trying to get that done as soon as possible. Nice, according to the report. Oh, that's good. So I mean, yeah, we don't. I don't that's all kind of information we have. But do you think? What do you what do you think about that? I feel like this. I feel like another. We've talked about this. Right. Um, but, like, now this seems like a, a more likely scenario. Yeah, I mean, we're still in first. Uh, I mean, Curtin has shown a lot of growth, I think. And I don't know what more you'd want from a coach. You see a guy who's showing improvements and he's uh, trying to make moves. And luckily, a lot of them are kind of panning out the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he's holding the team back. And the other thing is I don't know what would be better out there. Uh yeah, I don't know if you're going to get rid of a coach. Hopefully you'd have an idea of someone who's going to be better. Now for us, I'm looking at it from like an MLS window, uh, glass perspective, perspective mm-hmm. looking through that glass. I don't know what Tanner has across the across the ocean. Right. He, might, he might have some contacts and ideas that he would much prefer, but I don't know. So yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm pro-curtain at this point. No, yeah, you know, and I feel like it's pretty obvious that we're pro-curtain guys, mm-hmm. but... I just think it's an odd timing. I feel like if we have a one-year contract, there's wait, wait until yeah. the offseason. Like, and you could just say, like, tell him, like, we're going to sign you. Like, don't worry. Like, just, you know, between the two of them, just, like, give him that reassurance. But, like, making it official midway through the season, it just kind of seems like an odd move. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like there's there's no difference really in, in waiting till the end of the season like if things really do go downhill after this this break then you're kind of stuck with a guy that maybe we, we could have we could improve on Imp- yeah and yeah. i mean I, I know i feel like current's also like probably a cheaper coach because he's so mm-hmm. young and inexperienced he, it, it's probably that's probably a, maybe a factor 
like compared to like a, a menu guy that maybe like Tanner has connections with in, in Europe. Right, but right. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think he earned it for sure, but I just think it's but a weird timing. Yeah, right. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah so and, and maybe it won't happen now. Maybe it's just a it's thing that will get pushed off. But mm-hmm. it, I don't know. It seems odd. Cool. So that's all for the first half, but come back after the break because we've got some silly soccer questions that it's, I mean, it's going to get weird. It's <laughs> I've got, got some good ideas and some not so good ideas some things you might laugh at. Um, and some things you'll, you'll hopefully want to re- reply to us on whether it's Twitter or any other media that you interact with us on Twitter, Twitter, <laughs> mom, you could text us. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so come back after the break and uh, we'll have some fun. Nice. Hey guys, Doopy Brothers Podcast is back. Uh, we recapped the U.S. Open game. We talked about the Andrew Wooten signing live on this recorded podcast, and now we're going to get into some uh, bi-week fun soccer topics. Some questions that I made up that I think it's going to be uh, make the game more interesting, or maybe not more interesting, or maybe just really stupidly awesome. <laughs> so the first one. So I was watching March Madness earlier this year. I realized. Basketball is one of the only sports, I guess the only sport, where they have a make-it-take-it rule. You make a shot, you get a second one, and one. Okay. And so, naturally, I'm thinking how could other sports kind of adapt or kind of bring this into their sport. And so, naturally, I came up with this idea. And hopefully, FIFA is listening to this podcast because I want to propose make-it-take-it PKs. Okay. (laughs) So, now buckle up. It gets better. So not only do you, if you make your PK, which as we've learned this year, being union fans, it's not always that easy, um, you get to take a second one. But wait, there's more. (laughs) Defensively, (laughs) this is where it gets good. You get to add a keeper for the second kick. So now you've got two goalkeepers in goal for a second PK. Um. So there's some rules that I got to kind of flush out, like same person taking the kick every time, mm-hmm. which I, th- I think that is going to be what I, w- I propose is that. So and is it a, a keeper, like you come off the bench or a, a field player jumping in goal? No. So so there's going to be a little roster maneuvering in here. You're gonna have to, um, <laughs> there might be, you know, have to extend to the 19th player. Uh, At least you thought this addresses. Yeah. Yeah. I've thought way too much about this. So you dress a 19th player. This is going to be your designated second keeper who comes in just to be the second keeper of a second PK kick. Now, if you make that one, so let's say Fafa, no, let's go Marco Fabian, comes up it's uh-huh. September, shoots, scores. All right. We all celebrate. We dupe. He gets the ball back, puts it back on the spot. Uh, the Revs bring in their Goes second again. keeper. He shoots, scores again <laughs> against two keepers. Now, before we go into this, the two keepers, there is some going to be some strategy here. How do you play them? Do you have one in the middle, one on one side? Do you start both on the outside? Do you start both on the inside? Then the keepers gotta kind of gotta decide: Are we both diving out? One dives out. One dives one way. One dives. It's like there's definitely some strategy and some fun right. thinking about. Or do you have one behind, one guesses, and one tries to follow the ball? Like stack yeah, them, yeah. Stack them. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Now, there's another thing. So <laughs> this is going a little sidebar. Really annoyed with VAR and this stepping off the lines thing oh, that yeah. keeps happening in the World that's Cup. Ridiculous. Like that's not what VAR should be used for. Yeah. And these poor keepers who are making these saves and then having to do it again. Um, it's just dumb. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So you had second keeper, Marco Fabian scores on both keepers. So he scores, puts it past both keepers. He continues. He gets a third kick. And now the defensive team, they've used up their designated second keeper. 
So now they've got their starting keeper, their designated second keeper. They they probably have a backup keeper on the bench. Can you? Is that allowed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll let them. They can bring in a third. They bring in a third keeper. Okay. So let's say Marco. He blasts this one upper ninety. All the keepers actually dove the same way in a weird strategy <laughs> on top of each other, cover up the entire second <laughs> wrong side of the goal. He scores. So now it's the fourth kick. Now they have to bring in a field player. They don't. Have, you you can't you can't dress four keepers. That's ridiculous. Yeah. No one even has four keepers on the roster. Right. So now we're getting into ridiculous <laughs> land. So now you bring now in, we're getting now we're getting okay. into so then you bring in uh, uh you gotta bring in a field player. They don't kick gloves. So <laughs> they can still keep on their jersey. And so this continues, but only up to five. Okay, you can let's you, keep it reasonable. Let's here. keep it reasonable. I don't want to get crazy here. So <laughs> best case scenario offensively, you get five goals of PK. So okay. Argue. <laughs> Tell me it's not perfect. Dare you. Oh, man, where to begin? But the one thing that this addresses is it's defenders going to be really cautious in the box. Mm-hmm. This is a, it, it's a huge It could be a huge opportunity in any game. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. But it could just make for a lot of high scoring games if this happens. Like if they don't keep it cautious and then it could go back and forth. It could, you could see like six to five games pretty common with this rule. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm worried about keeper safety, diving into the colliding it's for the for the ball. If it's like a you know, in between keepers, that's that could be dangerous. Yeah, we might see a lot of helmets. Yeah, um, a lot of Lord helmet. Uh, yeah, kind of thing. Do I have to argue more? Do I have to make no like, I think, arguments I, against it? I think we all. More? I think we can all agree that this should be it, established for 2026 in America. Broke <laughs> up. If if if, if uh, the rest of the world does not think America American soccer is a joke, <laughs> now just you wait. <laughs> wait, he's kicking a fifth PK, and there are five goalkeepers. Now the other thing you got to think about with this is if the keeper saves it, then the other four <laughs> keepers have to run off the field really quickly right, right. or run to their positions depending on if they're a field player or not. Huh. So yeah, um, as I'm thinking about that, one problem that might arise. The only problem. The only problem. The only issue might be offensive players might try to take advantage of the system and dive a lot to pick up this. Right. Make it take advantage. Yeah. You have, I think you have to create another rule for that. Uh-huh. Because I think, yeah, people are going to want to be dying to call some PK. So you have to call like a, a diving rule. So here, I got it. Okay. Just like that. If you get caught diving uh-huh. and you didn't get touched, then you have to go and goal for your team. So now you've got, now you've hurt your team. So it's a big Wait, risk. So you switch with the keeper? Yep. And so okay. what happened, like you're now you're stuck in goal. Huh. You were trying to give yourself a big advantage. It's a high risk, high reward <laughs> game that I'm playing here. Okay. So I like that addition. I think that helps the, uh, make it uh, even, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, so guys, <laughs> uh, get on Twitter. Let us know what you think about, um, make it take it PKs, uh, it's happening. It's happening. It's taking over. <laughs> um, the next one's not as crazy. I kind of like this one. So offside is not called if your first touch is a pass to another player. So ball played over the top. I was behind the line, but the linesman won't raise their flag if my first touch is a direct pass to either a player or to the defender. Uh-huh. But if I, you know, settle and try to go in on And it goal, can't be a goal. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's yeah. okay. Although that might be cool. But no, no, that's, no, that's, no, that's, no, that's, that's not. That's like cherry picking kind yeah, of thing. Ter- yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I want that. Um, 
So, like, you can run behind the defense and it could be, like, a quick, you know, give the, and okay. go. I think or, you have to have a caveat that the other player has to be on sides. You, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It can't yeah, be two, two guys up yeah, top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. The other guy has to be on side. Because the thing, the, the offsides rule, I'm pretty sure, is just to, like, negate cherry, cherry picking. Cherry picking, yeah. yeah. So, that's, okay. If that's if that's the addition, then I think I'm in. Okay, cool. Because offsides is, I don't know, it's a rule that, like, half doesn't make sense anyway. Let's let's yeah. let's play with it. Let's let's change it up. Do mm-hmm. something. And this is interesting. I don't know if it like solves the offsides problem of like the confusion. Uh but it's it's kind of fun. It's kind of fun. Cool. It's it it creates maybe more more attacking, more goals. So mm-hmm. that's kind of things without that, being like, too crazy. Yeah. And too it, silly. it's something that like I don't know, all sports are trying to create more scoring cuz it, it's just sports or entertainment, so that's okay. I'm, I, that's uh, and I love a good one touch pass. I just really am <laughs> picturing these like awesome one touch pass. And I hate to You're give credit for one touch. I hate to give credit right here, but the Red Bull, the first, the first Red Bull goal uh, that was nice two weeks ago was yep. that ball over the top, one touch pass back to uh, that dummy on Red Bull, and he played it. That was well done. Yeah, it was nice. Um, in, in that case, he could have been offside in my mind, and right, I would have said play on. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So that I'm all right. I got one you, out of my four so far. So this this next one, um, I think you're really going to enjoy. <laughs> so a lot of former players are becoming coaches. Yeah. But right. we all have a love for the game. You know, there's nothing better than strapping on those boots, pulling up, uh, putting those stinky shin guards oh, into your high socks. Quit and the salesman right now. Stepping on the field and, you know, hit that nice pass to your teammates. But as a coach, you don't get to do that. But wait. For 10 minutes. Your coach is allowed to play in the game. Ten Any minutes. and it's got to be a one ten minute spurt. You can't go like five minutes and five minutes. Mm-hmm. It's got to be a ten minute spurt at any point during the game. You're allowed to call a coach on. Um, is this uh, an additional player or a substitution? Nope, additional player. Okay. So now we got twelve on the field. Now I understand Jim Curtney wears those tight suits and stuff. Yeah. He's just gonna have to go to the tailor and say, throw in some Velcro along the seam because <laughs> at some point some snaps. Uh. Bedoya is going to call Coach on for ten minutes. Coach on, and that's Bedoya's call. That's uh, not the coach's call. Um, I don't know, but it just seems cooler if like yeah, that sounds like funny. someone else calls yeah. it because you want to get called up. You don't want to be the guy pulling yourself in the game. Yeah, you want yeah, to, yeah. Because the players might be like, well, get off the field, coach. Like, yeah. come on, we we got this. But Bedoya's like, Jim, Coach on. He he rips off tearaway pants. And he's got number forty three. On his back, and I don't know what number of Jim was he. I don't know. I think he's, he's probably, probably a four. Yeah. yeah, he's probably like a four. Yeah. So traditional. Um, and he comes trotting on. Now, some teams are going to take and feel like that's an advantage, mm-hmm. and they're going to try to take advantage of it. And that's that's great. Um, but like Atlanta I mean, probably wouldn't be uh, having Tata or Debar coming out. Bruce Arena is not coming on that Bruce field. Arena's <laughs> not coming. Um, yeah, there are some coaches who just won't. And but I mean, you got if this is if this rule is getting implemented, that will change the coaching hiring right process. Don't you think young coaches, young a lot American, more Frank player. Lampard type coaches? Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, who knows? Maybe Zlatan would even just become like a Zlatan. I would say have Zlatan as a head coach. <laughs> just so that so you can funny. bring him on for ten minutes at any point during the game. And so you'd have to kind of think like, when do I want this ten minutes to happen? Do I want it to be like? Um, to begin the second half, do I want to end the game? Do I want to start the game with an extra player? That might be a cool way to start the game. I mean, that'd be awesome. You see your coach like, all right, the game's about to start. If you have like, er- like an Eric Onoda coach, like a striker, like put that pressure in. Quick. Oh, yeah. yeah like yeah. try to get that quick early goal. Yeah. Um, 
But then after 10 minutes, if you didn't get that goal, he's got to trot off, wipe uh, the sweat off, put his suit back on, and yeah. coach like he wasn't in the game. No one wants to coach 80 minutes with, with already a sweat. That's kind of gross. That's kind of gross, yeah. yeah. So where do you stay on that one? On a scale um, of 1 to 10, 10 being like, let's do it. Uh, one being like, AJ, you're you're just crazy. I mean, I think it's pretty obvious where I am. It's a one. <laughs> okay, cool, 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 cool. It's a no for me. <laughs> no for me, dog. <laughs> All right, cool. But it's it's fun. It's, it's, you know, it's a fun one. I, I appreciate the, the, the salesmanship of that one. But uh-huh. yeah. Um, uh. Yeah, I just don't think it's a no. <laughs> okay, cool. Cool. Okay, respect. Just trying to, trying to keep a realistic. Uh, Let's keep it real here on the Doobie Brothers podcast. <laughs> All right, so. I think that's a great. Rule for the union, though. Curran, I think Curran has some, give me, some game in him. That's yeah, a, I think I think he'd be big cool. And maybe we could ask our, have make an addition, like, sporting director comes on for, like, five minutes. Get Ernst out okay. there, man. I assistant coaches, would. where do you stand? So we could we could say you got a two-minute power play with an assistant coach. Oh. Wait, on top of the power play that it yeah, so you got with the three, <laughs> three extra old guys on the field between <laughs> Jim Ernst and Pat Noonan or something. And then That's, you're like... Yeah, that's just, interesting. Just that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I can go further. Um, <laughs> let's not. Let's, let's wait. Wait, wait, and wait for the next one. You get 30 minutes with any fan named AJ on the field. <laughs> so uh, here I come. Uh, oh, man. I'm going to be in high demand or dream. people will be changing their names. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. So this this last one is, uh, you know, kind of, kind of a little flexible on this one. I got, got a couple little stipulations towards the end, mm-hmm. which might might change things up, but it might get some big names to the league, okay? Because each team has a discretionary $5 million fund to offer any Europe, any any world soccer star. doesn't have to be European, but I just picked European. All right. So a world soccer star to play for their team for a month. So mm-hmm. $5 million bucks, come on over, play with us for a month. This So this... Is already pretty good because the MLS schedule is, is on break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all all the the big stars are on break. Mm-hmm. You know, in the summer, a lot. So of there's them. there's a there's a a, a a nice addition, nice uh, point there. And a lot of them do already come to America they love for America. vacation. Yeah, Griezmann just can't stop talking about it. Um, I, see, I think this one's interesting. I think you got something here. And so then it kind of comes to financials, of course. You know, always got to think about that. And do we? Do I allow this every season? Do I say it's like you can do this once every three years? Because it'd be a pretty, it could potentially be a pretty big boost to your team. Yeah. And if this is just like it's five millions just for this scenario, every, teams aren't not going to use it, right? You know, like it's mm-hmm. it's getting fans to the stadium. It's a potential. U.S. soccer has game a surplus changer. of money, and yeah. why not use give it, it to MLS? Give it to MLS. To pay give it to me and non-American I'll, players. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> for one month of play, <laughs> maybe four games. I don't know, <laughs> but it's it's great though. It's like, yeah, you bring up some I interesting mean, points. So yeah, there'd be some things, <laughs> some strategy to think about. And I, I guess I'd have to say, like you, if if a player declines, they they do have the right to decline. I guess you have to give right. I mean, you, you know. can't. They're not going to play against their will. But it, yeah. if for five million dollars, <laughs> why wouldn't you know? You they have to go capture them. You have to use five million dollars <laughs> to capture them. Bring them over. No, I mean, I think the five million is. The drawing point. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you're not going to turn down a couple five games. million for a month. That's, yeah. that's a pretty good it's over a million deal. per game. That's that's pretty good. And so you got to kind of figure out the strategy. Use it. Okay, are we going to use it in October? 
September, so, October. I, but that's when it's tough because that's when their season starts. They're starting. So mm-hmm. they, they might, might not, not want to do it. To, it it and would then, be a make for a fun summer soccer. Right. A month like May might be great because you, right. uh, our May was loaded. Well, we had six games. Exactly. Oh, that's, that's true. That's yeah, a good a lot bang of for your buck. That that's was... less than a million dollars per game that we'd be playing. Yeah. I mean, but you can't about, beat that deal. Think about all the money you'd get back from like stadium uh, tickets, you know, maybe make some jerseys of this player for the month. You know, yeah. that's some, that's some money there to yeah, get back get yourself a Philadelphia Union Ronaldo jersey. I bet, I bet that yeah. would sell pretty well. Maybe not that one. Messi. Philadelphia Union Medford Messi. No, we oh, have that wait, one. We have that guy. The Philadelphia Union, um, Aboumiang. A little biased there. I'll, uh, I'll take Salah. Salah. So yeah, that's pretty yeah, fun. okay. That's pretty so, fun. Yeah, it's a little that's, fun one. So it. So okay. So let's. Let's let's go into it now. It's 2020. It's the next season. Uh-huh. You need to have five million dollars. What player do you play for a month? Man. Okay, I, I didn't think that, but that far into this because I, I just just the concept I was thinking about. Which, no, which yeah, I'm on yeah. board. Well, I'm, okay, so let me think off the top of my head. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I'd have to be a striker. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I would say Salah. You go Salah. A little biased, but I think that'd be pretty great. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I think. Uh, I mean, if it's like any player that like in their here's, prime, like here's a thought: What if I took Slotten from LA? <laughs> that's <What? interesting. laughs> it's like a because uh, it's you know it takes away another most team player. Yeah, no, Bella. But, no, I wouldn't do that anyway. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I was I don't, say, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of souring on Slotten in general. Yeah, but that's yeah. a, that's a sidebar. Yeah. Uh, part of me wanted to say Neymar. I think he'd be fun. I think he'd draw a lot of uh, a lot of eyes toward team. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Messi would bring bring. About yeah. as much as possible. Maybe like Mbappe will be fun. Mbappe would be fun. Be yeah, fun. he'd light it up, man. Any any English dudes? Um, no, I mean they they got they're not, not like a, no not a big star English yeah. player right now. Sterling would be the closest, right? Yeah, no, that'd yeah. be fun. I mean, he'd, yeah, he'd that'd be, be fine. Be but good. if you're like using your one time five million dollar right fund on someone, you want it to be like really worth but like, it. Do you think like I mean, fairly you might be might, might be lower in the tip packing boards. We might not be able to get like the messy. That's true. To, that's true. Sterling's yeah. kind of in our our uh, I don't know. Yeah, window I wonder with if, this scenario. I wonder if some players would be like. No, nah, I don't want to play for a pro team. I just kind of want to wait yeah. for MLS teams to call me up for $5 million a month and kind of like pop around MLS. <laughs> That's true. That, like, that could be the way to do it. Yeah, like a Balotelli. Maybe he's like, no, nah, I'm not, I'm not trying to be locked so in. That sounds so ideal for Balotelli. Yeah, like I'm not Five trying to be locked into to one, <laughs> one team in, uh, where is he, in France right now? Uh-huh. I don't want to be playing one French team for, for two years. I, you know what? I can get $5 million a month to play for, you know, yeah. 10 different MLS teams. Right. I think I'm going to take that deal. Yeah. Who, wait. So are there any, what kind of, what guys are playing in China right now? I feel like they'd be the kind of guys we could get with this, this deal. Um, I feel like yeah, no one really big right I, now. They all yeah. kind of went back. There's a Hulk over there. Yeah, Iniesta, he's in Japan, I yeah, think. He's so old though. Yeah. Yeah. Xavi, I don't think Xavi's in like, it's Paulinho. Did he go back over? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. It's, I don't it's know. Not yeah, that that's why, that's this. why I initially put European. I just feel like that's where, yeah. that's where the money's going to go. Oh, Pulisic. Oh, there we. Oh, okay, that That's would be a good one. Oh uh-huh. man, we blew that one. Yeah, well, it's a Chelsea. It's a blue. Neither of us like blues. <laughs> that's Actually, that's interesting though. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, come back to would hometown, you ever? Go, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, you went. You done a keeper. I feel like a defender. You won't get enough bang for your buck. Yeah. I feel like you definitely want him striker. Would be cool, but yeah, that's not. Yeah. I feel like you'd want a ten or a striker. Someone who you can get a lot of Marcelo for a Ray Gaddis replacement. Yeah, 
That's fun. Know, you know, that's really awesome. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, that's pretty good. Okay, okay cool. Uh, so, so of my three. It's so two for four. Two for four. Two for four. Make it take a PKs. You weren't weren't too high. Although that's that might be my favorite idea I've ever come up with in my <laughs> life. Um, it's a out there. I, I I think about it way more than I should. <laughs> like I'll just be like laying in bed and be like, man, make it take a PKs. That'd be so. Hilarious. I think there's a way to do a make it take it thing. With like throwing PK, <laughs> <laughs> no, like the the PK shootout. Oh, okay. I, I feel like I don't, I haven't, I can't, I don't know how to address that right now, like off the top mm-hmm. of my head. But I feel like there's a way to make that a PK shootout replacement. Okay, yeah. I don't know. Maybe we'll, we'll think about that one. You, you'll think about that yeah, one. Yeah, but yeah. I think that because PK shootout is kind of a tough way to end it. So maybe right. change that up. Right, that right, one. yeah, yeah. Um, offside not called if your first touch That's is passed. You like that That's one? That's interesting. Coach can come on for 10 minutes. Uh, no, nah, not a big fan, know, but the $5 million discretionary fund for a one-time yeah, use of a European star. There's some, there's some entertainment value there. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So two for four. Okay. Not bad. Um, I do have others, but we're going to save those for another another day because... Yeah. I think we, we'll been, have a long off-season, so yeah, we'll we, get into all that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you worry. Oh, yeah. These are these are, these are not as good as those. I gave, <laughs> I gave you... The, those four are pretty good. Well, fortunately, we have games coming up that we can make this podcast about <laughs> yeah you probably won't listen to this podcast too long because our next recording will be monday uh we'll we'll um maybe we'll reply to some of your comments about it, make it pick, take a pks and yeah, any other i'm sure people other have stuff. Some opinions i sure hope so <laughs> um and then uh yeah we'll talk about the next upcoming game was that new england uh i think so yeah it's next uh, wednesday right wednesday yeah i'll be at the outer banks so i'll be beaching it up i'll Way to brag be, it up i'll probably have to watch that one on my phone yeah new england and uh, new look, New England, Bruce Arena. So we'll preview that one on Monday. Interesting. Um, oh, yeah, I'm going to be down at Devil's Backbone Brewery Monday during the day. So uh, Ooh, who knows, who knows cool. how much you'll get out of me that night, but I'll make sure it's interesting. <laughs> All right. Cool, man. Uh, it, was, it was fun getting back into the recording studio. Yeah, it's talking, talking up. We got Andrew Wooten. Yeah. That's exciting. Newest number oh, yeah. seven. That's yeah, pretty great. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully it brings us some good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Our rival podcast, the Men in Blazers, got to introduce them. That's so kind of blow to us, but you know, you know, next one. Hey, we'll get you, Men in Blazers. We see you. <laughs> we see you, just like you see us. Anyway, this is episode twenty-one of Doopy Brothers Podcast. This is AJ and and Luke. Um, <laughs> this is the Anthony Fontana podcast, and we'll we'll catch you guys on the flippity flip. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you.